Welcome to the Overflow Taps Craft Beer Experience. Uh, hey everyone, welcome to the show where we talk about anything beer with a heavy emphasis on drinking the beer. My name is Jesse Nelson, and as usual, tasting drinking the beer, tasting the beer. Uh, I like drinking you, the beer. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. always drinking or tasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never get it right. <laughs> By the way, that's Adam Stacy, the co-host on the show, beer fan, business partner, good friend, loves beer. What's up? What's up, brother? Dude, you're you're uh, family free this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. wife out of town, yeah. baby's out of town, <laughs> taking advantage of uh, a little extra work, a little extra sleep. Well, actually, play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went up to, uh, it's interesting, kind of random. I went up to Fieldhouse Brewing today. I uh, had some friends come up from Seattle, heading up to Whistler. I was looking at their bottle fridge. By the way, you'll see a, you'll see a, a bill for Overflow Fieldhouse <laughs> for a beer I brought for one of our podcasts. But I was looking for a beer out of the fridge to get for the podcast. And I had this IPA that I liked. And so I grabbed a bottle that I saw. I saw a collaboration beer between Wander and and Fieldhouse, Wanda Brewing and Fieldhouse Brewing. Fieldhouse, for those who are new listeners, maybe you haven't heard us talk about it before, it's a brewery in Abbotsbury, Canada. Great little spot if you're ever come, going through. But I didn't grab the beer because I thought it was maybe one they did before. I thought maybe we'd had it. I didn't. I don't know why. I had my reasons. We got across the border, and I literally get this notification from Wander's Instagram story of sharing out a post from Fieldhouse about that beer. It's they like they're cool shit. It. They just did it. And I was like, gosh they, darn it. I think what ha- they did it. Like last Wander year recently. or something. Oh, okay, yeah. And then that was like the beer that we've had that you know that yeah. you're thinking of. And then I think Wander went up to Fieldhouse oh, and they did a second one. Hurts or me. Hurts me. Because so I grabbed this like lowly IPA when I could have had this badass you know cool shit <laughs> beer that was a yeah I haven't seen that yet. So anyways, it's only on their Instagram story. It didn't go on their feed. Okay. Uh, but uh, I was there. I could have grabbed it. Didn't make it. But I did bring another one, which we're not having today. But we'll we'll have it on another podcast. So, dude, what's real quick? We've got this cool beer in our glass. Uh, it's interesting because it's it looks hazy to me. It looks like a hazy IPA. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> it is a pilsner. And this is our what's in our glass series, or, uh, right? At least claims to be a pilsner. Claims to be a pilsner. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. So in our, I actually really like it. Is as maybe I shouldn't. I don't know if you're I'm trying to be. <laughs> PC in the beer world. What is in our glass right now is a hazy pilsner. Legit. From Modern Times Brewing. I had to get this keg because one, I like Modern Times, so I figured what mm-hmm. the hell. Like it'll it'll probably be good. But Rubens Brewers started doing a podcast recently, and one of their podcasts was um from like Seattle Beer Week or something when they had a lager panel. So there was some really like well-respected lager brewers, you know, like Chuck and I, and I think Wayfinder, maybe Breakside and Rubens were all in there. I might be wrong about all that, but they were talking about Pilsner and the trend and how it's definitely, you know, coming up, the style's growing and expanding in the market. And then at the end, they were kind of talking about like, what's next, you know, like what will lagers really continue to grow? Will something ever replace IPA? Kind of things like th- that. And they were joking like, like, I think someone said, like, oh, maybe Hazy Pilsner next. And everyone just was, like, laughed at the idea that that could even be a thing. Like, no way. And it's just, like, absolutely not. Like, we, I hope we never see that, you know? And, like, I'm sure, like, Will Kemper and stuff is just, like. There's no way. Like, yeah. just screaming mad about someone doing this. But here it is. Yeah, here it is. 2020. <laughs> we're living in the future. <laughs> hazy Pilsner. But, yeah, to me, I mean. I'm just not really getting any pills now. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I like. I think what this is is like they essentially brewed a hazy pale 
Agreed. Normal recipe and then just like fermented it with lager yeast. Yeah. It's a little cleaner maybe, a yeah. little less like a little drier than their IPAs, yeah. but Good way definitely tastes it. like a hazy, hazy IPA yes. or hazy pale. <laughs> yeah. But just a little lighter. Uh, but it is it is pretty tasty. I actually tweeted about this, and, and I was uh, got a little activity on Twitter about this beer because I was asking people like what their favorite Pilsner was. And I didn't get really any responses. All my responses were like, which is always the way it goes, stout or IPA. That's their answer, right? So yeah. like, what's your favorite Pilsner? Stout or IPA or something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, we do have a, a hazy Pilsner on at, in Barkley right now. You might want to give that a try and let us know. So it was kind of cool, but I like it. Uh, I was I was not expecting, I'd never had seen a hazy Pilsner before, and this is my first time. And it I think basically, this is like the first of its kind. Yeah, and it basically <laughs> just, it basically just tastes like a hazy pale ale. Yeah. So well done on this hazy paleo modern time. <laughs> yeah. I had a, um, I might cut this out, but we'll see. But I had a good meeting today with Alex, one of our beer tuners. She is going to be a marketing intern with us and took the time to review all of our content on social media and looking at some different kind of things and had some suggestions. So soon, next week, she's going to be starting. Uh, I was really impressed by her notes. So it was like she came with a bunch of notes from all the stuff we've done and had suggestions and the notes, just the just all the notes like on her paper. I was like, oh, this is this is pretty legit. So next week, starting Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we're gonna have her posting one post each of those days at like around seven o'clock for the Barkley Village location. So just when you start seeing that happen. Nice. That was a cool little conversation. Dude, what do we got planned tomorrow? We got a big day tomorrow. Yeah, we're, we're headed, uh, headed to Seattle. Gonna go congratulate our friends at Urban Family Brewing on the opening of their new spot in Ballard. That'll be a lot of fun. We'll get to yep pop in, um, maybe taste a little of the collab if if it's ready to be pulled off the tanks and tried. We'll probably jump across the street and say what's up to you know Dexter at Stoop. Maybe Rubens too while we're there. I mean, you gotta stop. <laughs> Who are we kidding? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm also super pumped to go check out that new brewery, um, Fair Isle. For sure. That we've been hearing a lot of really good things about. Primarily the Saisons, right? Yeah, I think. I think they're doing a lot of farmhouse stuff. I think exclusively. I haven't really looked into them too much, but I've just heard from quite a few people mm-hmm. that that's like a must must go spot. So yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, and what Try I'm seeing from a lot of these places too is there these newer places popping up, especially if they kind of know people. Like their guest taps are kind of legit. Like their uh, like their guest tap. I think I saw make them post a post today or yesterday. Their guest top was from, um, God, what's that big brewery out of Texas? I should know. Jester King? Chest, yeah, Jester King. Okay. So I was like, yeah, come get our, you know, our guest top, oh, Jester okay. King. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, I mean. They're keep, pulling some strings. Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, because I don't, I'm pretty sure we can't get Jester King. No. Yeah. So. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah, and then I think their last week I saw their guest tap was the Fuzz from Structure, so they oh, they obviously yeah, know yeah. some people. Yeah, so I'm sure their beer is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, that'll be fun. Well, we might pick up a keg while we're in there, while we're down there, but maybe not. We'll see what happens. But yeah, trying to learn a few. I'm things. also excited to go check out Aslan's new spot. I'm excited so see about those that guys. Too. Yeah, we'll have to kind of maybe get a little agenda going tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we'll need to kind of plan it out. But we have a little drive down there to figure that out. So yeah, you know, dude, what? Uh, Oh, yeah. So to kind of tie this all back together, I'm going to digress yeah, back to the, the modern times we were drinking. It's actually called Star Jungle. I don't think we ever said the name of it. We so didn't. for You're those right. of you that are curious, it's yeah. called Star Jungle. Our bad. Hazy Pilsner. But uh, I'm looking at the description and it's got Nelson in there. So ah. it all comes It all comes around. It That's all why Nelson comes and Mosaic. around. That makes yeah. me so, two of my favorite hops, actually. That's really funny. But yeah, so... 
yesterday I'm sitting in, um, this is on tap in our Barkley village location, by the way, if anyone, and just went on yesterday. So it should be there for a hot minute, Yep. but I'm sitting there at overflow with our friend Blake from Freem. And we, uh, well, one, he dropped off the gift of this cuvee that we're about to try today. So yes, we'll get into that in a, in a few minutes, but he noticed this beer star jungle from modern times on tap. And he was like, hazy pilsner, like what? <laughs> You know, and I was like, I know, dude, I know. And so he just was like, oh my gosh, like I got to get a picture of this and send it to the guys at Freeman. And like, so he like snapped a photo and like sent it down there and was just like, what the hell? Like, you know? I mean, it's good for marketing words. Like Pilsners are hot right now. Lagers are hot right it's now. It's a total marketing. Yeah. Thing. And Hazy's it's a total, hot. But it's yeah. a good beer if, I, if you're not, if you're looking for a Pilsner though. Yeah. But uh, like, That's there's no good. way I would ever blind taste this as a pilsner. No, no. We we tried it. It's yeah, it's a marketing thing. I yeah, think. Oh, but it's sure. a good beer. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so tell me a little bit about this beer that he he brought. Uh, yeah, so he brought us a little beer gift of a uh, 2020 cuvee. I'm excited to get into this beer because it's kind of weird. It has a nice little tag on this, um, mm-hmm. you know, corking cage. You bottle. know what's funny about the tag? So I saw the tag on it, uh, and the first thing that I thought about with the tag. Was remember I had done that video with the beer from the three rise men from Yeah. From I remember Rubens. having that conversation. Yeah, and you're saying, like, like, I've we, never seen the tag I've on I've never it. seen it. Like we probably won't see it again. <laughs> yeah, here it is. And here it is. Yeah. So this beer, this beer is uh you you can't really get it anywhere. Is that yeah, the point? Yeah, so apparently it's uh, a beer they did at the new year just kind of to to thank those and Actually, cool. hold on. A, it's got a little description here. Let oh, me wow. see what it says. So the season offers a time of celebration, reflection, and gratitude. In this spirit, we offer the Freem New Year Cuvée. Each year, we present a unique blend with best wishes from the new year from our family to yours. So that's pretty sweet. It's, yeah. It's basically just like a little New Year gift. And so it's not for sale. You can't buy it anywhere. So it's pretty limited. It, I, I can't remember how much he said they made, but it's it's a really limited beer that they just um, kind of hand select a few people to give this to. So that's cheers. Rad. Yeah, yeah, cheers to you definitely. guys. Um, so here's the the beer description. Freem 2020 New Year Cuvée is neither beer nor wine. It is both. A special blend of our Riesling-based Druff Blanc and our Pinot Noir-based Druff Rogue. It is our ode to the terroir of the Pacific Northwest. With gratitude and good cheer, Happy New Year. So I think what it is is like they had um, I can't remember for sure. I think they had Sauvignon Blanc and Pinot Noir. They had a couple different mm-hmm. wine barrels that they had their beer in aged on grapes mm-hmm. that they blended into this beer. So yeah, I'm excited about this. It's kind of a yeah beer wine hybrid. And there's not really any information online about it either because no, it's uh, that's cool. But now of, might be a good time for you to get into the beer slanging. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got- so we're uh, we we stumbled upon this uh, beer slanging webpage that's kind of funny. It's got kind of just terms that you might see on like a beer blog or like a beer trading site or, or anything that maybe you don't quite know what it is. So we're gonna introduce a new little segment that we're gonna do from time to time called uh, beer slanging. Beer slanging. <laughs> and we're stealing this from Craft Beer and Brewing Magazine. So at least we gave him a plug. Yeah, check them yeah. out. Anyway, cuvee is on the list, and it can be used as a noun or verb, and here's their description of it, or definition of it. While sometimes used to indicate exceptional quality, cuvee generally means that the beer is a blend. While blending beers pre-carbonation has been a practice for centuries, blending finished beer has seen a boost in popularity of late, and is far more complicated than the traditional black and tan in a shaker pint. So Interesting. 
really what they're talking about is is more on the first part of that of blending unfinished mm-hmm. like barrel aged beers because every even if you brew one batch and put it into a bunch of different barrels all the barrels are going to turn out a little different so then it's really on the brewers to taste each barrel and then come up with a ratio of how to blend it where they they think it's best love that and that's even in like barrel-aged stouts and things like that i mean it's that's where like the art comes in you know the, yeah. the science is more on the like recipe development and brewing process but then once you get it in there those barrels a lot of different stuff happens so you could have two totally different beers from the same batch just from the barrel so and this one has a couple different types of grapes a couple different types of wine barrels so there's a lot of variety there that they blended back together so should be cool. High should be pretty complex. High expectations. Well, shall we indulge? Yeah. Right. Pop the bottle on this thing. This time I love I'm gonna have to bottles too. Yeah. They're just really clean. Nice little cork and cage yeah. bottle. Yeah, their branding's always it's it's, it's very classy. It's always mm-hmm. been really good. Um and then the cool thing is we didn't have to run downstairs to get this beer, so I have to pause the podcast <laughs> yeah. and then edit, which is fabulous. Right, let's be ready for it to pop, watch. Opa. Yeah, there you go, just in case. All right. Ooh, I like the color on that yeah, bad nice boy. Yeah, nice little pink hue I wasn't expecting. Almost like grapefruit juice. does look like grapefruit color. Ooh, yeah. This is making me happy right now. This looks like a beer I'm going to love. Yeah, Maybe definitely grapefruit grapefruit yeah. juice in color. Cheers. Cheers. Nice white head. It's effervescent. You can hear it Yeah. Oh, you can go on and kind of pick up on that on the nose, too, even. This is cool because we just literally, the last podcast was literally smelling aromas <laughs> yeah i get a lot of like oak off of it like you can definitely get some of that barrel you can really hear this yeah beer. it's 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 super carbonated it's you can hear it just the bubbles coming out yeah i like the oak you can tell it's like a mixed culture beer mm-hmm. definitely some like it almost kind of has a grapefruit taste yeah. to it, or s- aroma to it i mean yeah and uh some kind of uh not not super on the citrus side well i guess grapefruit is a citrus but on the grapefruity side for sure yeah I'm gonna give it a, yeah. Ooh, that's tasty. That's a great job that's on really this beer. Good. Yeah, yeah. I definitely am like you. What you'd expect from like a mixed culture beer. I mean, this that's exactly what this is, and that's what yeah. it tastes like. Tastes like a nice kind of light farmhouse base mm-hmm. or something that definitely has some funk to it. There's funk in here. Yeah, it's got yeah. a little fun going on. The grapes is less than I was expecting, but mm-hmm. there, it's definitely noticeable. Shows up more as like a wine barrel flavor. Yeah, I agree. It's interesting because they said Riesling in this thing, right? If I remember you rereading right correctly, it was like something about Riesling in here. I don't know if there was Riesling. Yeah. Maybe not, you're right. Sorry. Our Riesling-based Drift Blanc, if I pronounce that right, and our Pinot Noir-based... Mm. All I know is you guys are missing out. I get it's very dry, mm-hmm. so definitely has a a dry. It definitely tastes like kind of like dry wine, you know. We get in a very dry wine. Yeah, it's definitely a hybrid, but it's more of a beer. Like I, I don't know, this is really nice, just kind of wild mixed culture wine barrel aged beer. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's tasty. You know, if you guys ever can, you know, Freem always is just gonna kill on their yeah. barrel aged yeah. stuff. Oh, I just saw recently that Freem started a membership, ah, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, it's it's a little bit more expensive than our membership, but I think it's like you, they charge you every quarter or something. Yeah, okay. Quite a bit of money, but I just saw they um, a day or two ago, or a couple of days ago, there was Oregon Beer Awards, and they oh yeah they took home a few. They won gold for their Flanders Blonde, which was pretty cool. We love we like their Flanders. Beers. Yeah, we've yeah. done so that <laughs> yeah. got us talking about maybe doing another Flanders night. Yeah. 
I and do they, like doing the Flanders. They name. won gold for Citrus Zest IPA, silver for Triple IPA, and gold for Pilsner. So, wow. Yeah, back to the Pilsner talk. Yeah. They're definitely best Pilsner in Oregon, according to this award. Have we had it on recently? Uh, I don't memory. know. I mean, the Pilsner I don't think hard. it's extremely recently but. yeah i saw also that i think it was rubens that remember there was like there's like some awards here in washington i forget what it was you mentioned it last yeah podcast, I it think wasn't it. washington it was a uh, bend bend oregon right no no it was just the um i'm, I'm butchering this oh shit i'm blanking on that's what it right. is now too that's all right best of craft beer awards yeah yeah i think the one I, I think the one i'm thinking of is what is the free post i saw where they that awards was in bend i think i can't remember oh it might have been in, been in okay. bend okay and then yeah i saw rubens had won some awards at that award show you were talking about last podcast yeah best of craft beer cool. awards cool yeah, they won on quite a few, if I remember right. I think their Triumvirate won gold, I think, yeah. which was one of my favorite beers from last year's podcast. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Which was brewed for some tap house, I forget, but that's always one of my favorite beers. Yeah, Freem won a few there, too. They won a, oh, their Ode Bruin one. That's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Another Flanders style. They do those beers really Bells well. Belgian Dark Strong and Pilsner. Of course, Pilsner won gold. All, all three of those won gold, actually. Wow. So they won gold for... Flanders Red or Flanders Blonde at Oregon Craft Beer Awards and won gold for their Ode Bruin or Flanders Brown at Course Best of Craft. That is a good beer. Yeah, I mean, they know how to do those Flanders. So we had our anniversary uh, last week, which was awesome. Yeah, man. I think I hear my baby actually. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I think I hear my baby without actually hearing the baby. But uh, yeah, big day, Uh, great night. Want to thank everyone who came out. We appreciate your your uh, support. Yeah, that was uh, a lot of fun. We donated to partner with a local organization here in Linden to help build a well. And so that was a really, really big night and it felt good to be able to give, uh, which was fun. It was a fun yeah. day. Yeah. Had some cookies, had some beer, had uh, had a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Big cool. anniversary, four years. Four years. Four years, man. Well, dude, this has been a yeah. great show. I'm going to enjoy the rest of this beer in my glass and uh, let's hang out and talk biz. Yeah. All right, cheers. Signing off. Thank you so much for listening. Adam and I truly do appreciate it. We own a social good tap house up here in the Pacific Northwest that donates 25 cents a pint to charities that provide access to clean drinking water in developing countries. And so we started this podcast to just connect with more people and hopefully spread more awareness for our mission. Again, thank you so much for listening.